Welcome to BG Mania, a video game music podcast found right here at Level Down Games. I'm Brian, joined as always by the self-proclaimed king of Long Island, Frank. Hey, guys. Uh, real quick, before we forget, BG Mania and Level Down Games is entirely self-funded as a passion project. If you'd like to see it continue to grow become something even bigger, consider supporting us through one or all of the affiliate links listed in the description of the podcast. It would mean the absolute world to us. And remember, please... If you're listening through iTunes or have access to an iTunes account, drop over to the BG Mania page of iTunes, leave us a rating, leave us a review. It helps us climb the charts in terms of search results. Five stars. We need the five star ratings. We need the good positive reviews. We can get some constructive criticism as well. I like constructive criticism, but we need the five star ratings and reviews. So that way, uh, Apple and iTunes are like, wow, these guys actually are good. And if you think we're good, help us out. Get us up them charts so that way when people are looking for a new video game music podcast to listen to, BG Mania will start showing up in the, in the search results. Uh, if you don't think they're good, if well, if you don't think we're good, uh, first of all, why are you listening? And second of all... It's because they can't get enough Frank. Five stars. Maybe it's because of Frank that we're not good. If it's because of Frank that we're not good, let me know. We'll kick him off the show and we'll... Re- <laughs> oh, we'll take back my five-star review. <laughs> uh, remember what I also said? Uh, we are switching podcast hosts starting January 9th, 2019. We're going to a dedicated podcast hosting service. We've been moving our files off of leveldowngames.com. All of our stuff will still be on leveldowngames.com, but it'll be just, like, embedded in there. You can still listen on our website if that's where you listen to. But, uh our actual files will be hosted on an actual podcast hosting service. So keep an eye on your RSS feed. Again, I will obviously be in communication with all of the listeners and uh, through both shows that we have, uh, whether that's BG Mania and Max Level, because we're doing it for both. Um, If something goes wrong and we end up losing the subscribers or, you know, not transferring over, then we will let you know that there is a new feed that you have to subscribe to. But hopefully I will be able to pull this off. It's just... I use for I use FeedBurner through Google, and that's like the hardest one to transfer off of. It's so stupid. Uh, I've been doing a lot of research into it, uh, but I want to first of all I want to get away from it because it's so convoluted and old. I didn't know what I was doing when we started these shows. Well, when we started Max Level and BG Mania, if you go back and look at like the first couple episodes of each show, literally we were noobs in the industry. I had no clue what I was doing, and no clue how like that anything worked or. You know what I should be doing and what I should be on, and I just signed Your up with what I saw. Your wearing a mask, so it's crazy. I know, I know, I know. But uh, yeah, we we were very amateurish for our first man for really for like our first twenty weeks of each show. Like it really just it really didn't start clicking till around this time last year, and that's when we got really really good. I mean, we we improved our equipment. We both got you know actual recording mics and HD webcams, and I mean like our our stuff just started clicking towards the tail end of beginning tail, tail end of last year. And beginning of this year, but uh, no clue what I was doing. So obviously, when I signed up and did feedback, I was like, "Oh, cool! I can make a podcast, you know, through this and get it to show up." And I wish I would have never done that. So uh, anyway, January 9th, two thousand nineteen, we're switching hosts. Just keep an eye on your podcast feed, so that way you do not miss any episodes of BG Mania. This is the end of the month. It is time for Radio Hour, Volume Seventeen, which is an eclectic mix of music. If it's your first time joining us here at BG Mania, first of all, welcome. We are a video game music podcast where we explore music that we enjoy from video games, where we also talk about the games, too. So we don't just talk about the music here. We also talk about the games. We tend to talk about uh, about a half and half. I mean, we talk about the music and we talk about the games about half and half. Yeah. 
whether that's, you know, Radio Hour or our themed episodes, we still talk half and half about the stuff. But uh, this is going to be a fun episode, I think. I mean, it's going to be a good episode. It really is. Uh, no, 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 we don't have a theme. My theme this week is going to be games that I played in the past week and absolutely can't put down. Okay. Uh, opening track was your first pick, too. Uh, from one of the games that was bundled with my brand new Black Friday sale, Astro uh, PlayStation VR. This was from Astrobot Rescue Mission. This is uh, the Disco Tree track. Okay. Which is a, which is a level in uh, the game, uh, the entire world. Um, this was uh, composed by a Scottish composer named Kenneth Young, uh, famous for the Little Big Planet music and for all the music for the iToy games that came out on the PS2 uh, and PS3. Okay. Nice. Now, uh, Astrobot itself, uh, the only way to describe this game, the closest parallel I can make is Mario 64. Okay. Um, in space, so maybe Super Mario Galaxy 64. Right. Uh, with all the stars in the sky, all I really care about are the five. The five stars. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, this really is a fun game. Uh, the, the entire soundtrack is just banging. Uh, I picked this one because I wanted a nice little... Uh, samba, mamba, kind of beat, kind of, kind of rocking and kicking. I, I really, I really enjoy this track. I think you're gonna enjoy this game too once you finally do pick up the VR again. Um, but yeah, th- all the music in this game is great, and that's one of those things. Uh, we talk about this all the time. We'll play a game and we'll just stand there for a while, right? And just let let, let the music play and just kind of let it like soak over. And I, I did that. I'm not gonna lie. I sat there for, for quite a while, just like. Okay, I like this. I like this a lot. Just chilling, and my and my my, car- Who did my character track? just sitting there like, it's uh, Kenneth Young. Kenneth Young. Okay, you did say that. Okay. And and uh, you know, just like any other kind of game, you know, you sit, 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 you're sitting there listening to the music. My character's giving me a come on, let's go, kind of tapping his watch, kind of deal. Or like when like when Mario would lay down and go to sleep or something in Mario. Exactly. Exactly. So, so that kind of deal was going on here. Yeah. And I'm like and I'm like you shut your little mouth, Astro Bot. <laughs> that Daddy's enjoying himself. Exactly. Exactly. And then he's like, why are you calling yourself daddy? And it, just, it, became, it became weird to do. It became weird and you had to shut the game off. Yeah. Yeah. I get, it. I get it. I get it. Uh, one thing I said I was going to do last week during the thankful episode, I, I didn't forget. I'm going to do that. Uh, I wanted to uh, to give thanks to several podcasts that inspired me to start doing a video game music podcast and then obviously brought Frank on board after episode one. Um, and the biggest one that I want to give thanks to, obviously, is a podcast that I still listen to every single week, and that's the Super Mercado Brothers. They are the the number one podcast that really inspired me to do BG Mania. I actually, you know, I I mold a lot of my, you know, the way that I structure the show is very much the way that, you know, the Mark Otto brothers have done things in the past and still continue to this day to do things Uh, still actively in production. They are uploading new episodes every Monday, whether that's a themed episode or looking at one game or Marcado where they where they highlight their um their own music I really like where they do episodes based off of like the new albums that they put out and that kind of stuff so um I don't know it's really really cool they do episodes where it's just music no talking like if they're busy and they don't have time to do that like kind of like you know we do that every time to time too like if we can't get together or something or if it's just me I'll just come in and intro the tracks and then leave so yeah they they definitely were the driving inspiration for me to to start BG Mania and uh, start exploring and sharing the video game music that I like and that you like. So, uh, it, like I said, Carl and Will Brueggemann uh, and their brother Marty from time to time showing up on there. Uh, probably my biggest inspirations in, in terms of video game music podcasts. So, 
we'll go ahead and move into my first pick on today's episode of Radio Hour then. And I'm going to go back to an NES game. Let's go some retro. Ooh. To a track that we really should have played at some point already on this show, being as we are 73 episodes in, we've skipped over this track, didn't even play it during the anniversary episode, where we played a lot of tracks that we, ne- that we never played. Uh, this is one of the big ones that we've been neglecting. From DuckTales, this is The Moon. which released on the NES here in North America, September 14th, 1989. Japan would see it uh, January 26th, 1990. So a couple months later, the North America did get it first. Uh, Published and developed by Capcom. This was composed by Hiroshigi Tanamura, who was a former composer over at Capcom and is best known for the moon from DuckTales. <laughs> uh, he also, besides DuckTales, he worked on Destiny of the Empire for NES, um, Hit the Ice for arcades, Quiz Headquarters for arcades, The Ninja Kids for arcades, several arcade games, Dino Rex, Gunlock, Bust a Move, where he was a sound producer for that game. Um, and the only other NES game he worked on besides Destiny of the Empire and, uh, no, it's Destiny of an Emperor and DuckTales was Legendary Wings from 1988. Okay, that's a good game, too. Yeah, hardly any, hardly any actual major games besides DuckTales under his catalog, and and not even that game, not many games in general, but DuckTales is a fantastic soundtrack through and through, and the remastered does as well. So, uh, yeah, can't believe we've never played this track. I was actually contending with Brian. Yeah, you were arguing with me while we were listening to it that we played this. I was like, there's no way we haven't played this. It's like, it's impossible that we haven't played this. No, it's possible. No, it's possible because we definitely haven't played this track. Um, again, one of the one of the better NES tracks to exist. Like, this is so good. I don't think I don't think anyone would ever argue that. Yeah, this is so good. It, 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 it's iconic. It's 
It's definitely it's, per- it's, 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 it's perfect. I've actually seen this uh, performed live by a video game music band. And it was like brought tears to my eyes. That's super cool. I would love to see that. That's super, super cool. Um, The next podcast that I want to give thanks to, and we're still on the season of thankfulness, obviously. Thanksgiving was last week. Uh, it's the Christmas season where things tend to, as I mentioned, things tend to be cheerful and bright and merry and happy and just loving. So I, again, I, I want to give thanks to these podcasts that inspired me to create BG Mania. And, and, and I will say not all of these podcasts inspired me. Some of these that are ones that I've discovered recently that I just started listening to that I like. So, but this one here is another one that did inspire me. VG Empire. VG Empire is under the, um, I believe they're under like the laser time network of podcasts so that, you know, like the Vigi Game Apocalypse or the Simpsons podcast. They have a 302010 podcast where they talk about like pop culture and stuff 30 years ago, 20 years ago and 10 years ago. Uh, they have a ton of different podcasts that they do, but VG Empire is their video game music podcast and it posts on Wednesdays, but it seems like it's every other Wednesday because they had an episode that released on November 14th. Uh, there was one on October 31st. But then there was one on October 24th, October 7th. They had like one episode every, every October, like in October, there was an episode a week, but then they skipped a week and now they're back to every other week, I do believe. But they took a break for a while. There was an episode in April and there was nothing till October. So they kind of just jumps around. But for the longest time, they're up to 145 episodes. Mercado Brothers, speaking of, they're at like 300 something, like in the 300 range. Like they've been doing this for like seven or eight years. But, uh... VG Empire being at 145 episodes back in the day when I was listening to this was like 2012, 2013, 2014 religiously. And they were every every other week they were putting up a new episode. And again, they still do from time to time, but they post on Wednesdays. But if you haven't checked them out or don't know them, and it's, it's a good podcast to listen to. I uh, highly recommend it. VG Empire. That's V-G-M-P-I-R-E. Another podcast that inspired me. Uh, what do you got coming up for us next? Um, I'm going to stay in the world of virtual reality. Of course. Uh, to a song that, well, if you heard it as you are going to hear it, it won't sound the same to you without all the extra beats that were a- that are added during the game itself. From Beat Saber, this is Country Rounds.
and that was Country Rounds from Beat Saber. Uh, it just came out to the PlayStation VR uh, about a week ago, as the time of recording here. Uh, composed by Jaroslav Beck. Okay. A Czech music composer, uh, famously known for the Overwatch short films. Ooh, okay. And also for remixing uh, for Blizzard on StarCraft 2 and World of Warcraft Legion. Nice. Okay. Very cool. But like, as I said earlier, uh, the song sounds a little different when you're actually hearing it in game because yeah. in the game you're you're adding your beats with your beat savers. Uh, but still, such a great song, such a great composer in general. He did the entire soundtrack for this game. Uh, and like I said, I, I wanted to pick something that was nice, upbeat, and fun, and had a nice little. This one, this one had a bit of a with kind of like a Russian esque kind of feel to it. Yeah, yeah. Now that you say that, I definitely can pick up on that. Like I don't know, like. Yeah, I totally hear that. Yeah, uh, definitely a game I recommend. Uh, you know, if you have some kind of VR system, pick this one up. I love this game. Yeah, because it's also on PC, and the the cool thing, yeah, the cool thing with on PC is people are doing like custom songs with licensed tracks. So, oh, that breaks it breaks my heart that those songs aren't in my game because I'm looking online and like some of the songs they're doing, they're doing like uh, like Metallica and such. Yeah, which which is totally not the kind of music in this game. Yeah, and Final Countdown. Da, 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 da. You're leaving for Venus. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I can't speak highly enough for him. And I'm surprised that uh, we haven't had any World of Warcraft Legion music just yet. Eventually. Eventually. Eventually we will do some Legion stuff. But yeah, that is one expansion that... Uh, well, I think there's, there's, I think, two expansions that I haven't played anything from yet. But yeah, nothing from Legion. But uh, as I mentioned, each expansion for World of Warcraft will get their own dedicated episode eventually sometime in the future. Uh, Vanilla Warcraft is sometime next year. I'm going to try to coincide it with the release of uh, the Warcraft Classic, so we'll have to see. Uh, next podcast I want to talk about real quick before we move on to my next pick is Sound of Play. Now, Sound of Play is a British video game music podcast under the Kane and Rince umbrella, and it's basically, they're up to 173 episodes. They've been going strong since 2014. They release every week, every Wednesday, uh, Wednesday is a big major day for video game music podcasts, if you didn't notice. <laughs> but uh, well, our video games usually come out on Tuesday. We want to get an episode up the next day. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, so they come out every Wednesday and every episode of Sound of Play is basically a episode of Radio Hour for BG Mania. So it's an eclectic mix. They there's no there's never any themes for any of their episodes. It's always just a mixture of stuff, whether that's new, current, old, retro, arcades. Uh, remixes, covers, they do everything in each episode. And they have like three or four different hosts every episode. They rotate around. It's everyone that works for Kane and Rince. They come in, they they do this, and they each bring like, if there's three of them, they'll bring like two or three tracks a piece. And they just sit down and talk about the music and the games. Uh, really, that that's actually where I got the idea to do, to do Radio Hours, was, was through their, the way they structure their shows. I thought that'd be fun to kind of mimic that. So that that's where the radio hour concept came from was from Sound of Play. Uh, but it's another it's so there's four podcasts that I listen to. No, there's six podcasts that I listen to on a regular basis. Uh, this is number three of the ones that I listen to from video game music podcasts on a regular basis. Uh, VG Empire, even though it's a regular basis, it's whenever they upload new episodes, because, again, that's not always consistent. Uh, my next pick track number four on Radio Hour Volume 17 comes from an RPG that I keep hoping Microsoft will bring back in the future. 
from Blue Dragon. This is The Seal is Broken. And that was The Seal is Broken from Blue Dragon, which released on the Xbox 360 here in North America, August 28th, 2007. Uh, it did release in Japan first, December 7th, 2006, the, the previous year. They, this is when they were trying to capitalize on the Japanese market. Uh, developed by Mistwalker, obviously, you know, the studio that is led by uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi, the father of Final Fantasy. Uh, would love to see him come back and do a console game again. Composed by the wonderful Nobuo Yamatsu, as, as we know this game actually was. Uh, fantastic track there. You even mentioned the piano playing at the beginning, how stellar yeah. that was. Uh, with the chanting and just everything going on in this track. The it guitar work. Yeah, everything was, just, everything was just going so well with this track. Uh, I really do wish that Mistwalker would come back and, you know, continue Blue Dragon or do another Lost Odyssey, like... 
They, they, they were such a good console developer now just to be working on Terra Battle and Terra Wars for mobile game or mobile phones. It's just I, I, they, I wish I wish that Microsoft would invest in them and talk them into somehow because this is the studio Microsoft needs. Microsoft needs Mistwalker. They need them passionately need them to make Japanese style games for Xbox platforms. They need the studio. And it's just it blows unless unless they've that does tried. Seem to be the one, it seems to be the one thing that uh, they're missing over there, at Microsoft. Yeah, unless they've tried, and Sakaguchi has turned them down. I don't know. Maybe that's happened. Maybe they maybe Phil Spencer's reached out to them and then you offered them money, and he's like, no, no, we don't want any to do anything big anymore. We're just going to stick to mobile phones and mobile games. Maybe that's what they've decided at the studio. I don't know, but I wish that Microsoft would offer them enough money to convince them. Here's a billion dollars. Make Blue Dragon 2. Or you give me a billion dollars. I'll make Blue Dragon 2, 3, and 4. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely want a sequel. I just want, man, I just want to see Sakaguchi back making full-fledged console games like he used to do with the traditional Final Fantasies, Blue Dragon, Lost Odyssey. Oh, man, I miss them so much. I miss that studio. Um, the next podcast that I do want to mention is one that is sometimes controversial, a controversial pick based off of one of the the um, hosts of the show. But I did enjoy the podcast during a Tay Day. I don't listen to it as much anymore, but I still listen to it sometimes when they upload newish episodes. Legacy Music Hour, uh, hosted by Brent Weinbach and Rob F. Now, Brent Weinbach is is not just a podcast host. I mean, he is, he is a famous comedian. Like, he is, you know, he's been around for a while stand-up comedian he's an actor he directs things uh so he's he's not just he's not just a podcast host but for whatever reason he decided to do a video game music podcast that started man they they were like uh, somewhere in the 200s or something when they stopped doing no actually they were they were shorter than that it was like 140 150 when they stopped doing it but now they're back they're they're they've reached the episode 200 mark and they release a new episode like every month, I think they do. Like, I think they do monthly episodes now, so it's just one a month. But then they have someone that mixtapes episodes for like the other weeks that they're not there and will release past content with just tracks they've already played and discussions they've already had. So I tend to listen to the new episodes now, but not the mixtape ones. Uh, but I always enjoyed the, the podcast just for the music. The hosts, obviously, they were touch and go. Sometimes they were good, sometimes not so much but still really enjoy listening to the show from time to time. So they also inspired me to an extent. Oh, my turn. Your turn. Okay. <clears throat> no, actually, no. You're right. It's not your turn. It's the, it's no, it's the fan choice for the episode. No, I, I'm, I'm taking their spot. No, 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 no. I forgot. This is I not. Would I would never dare to take the spot of this, my fan. Yeah, this is not. Well, they're not your fan. This is not your spot. Uh, as I mentioned, every song that was submitted for our thankful episode would eventually be played. So we have quite a hefty backlog to choose from. And one of the ones that we didn't get to play was submitted to us through the BGM podcast fan Facebook group. And it was done by Chris who I forget what track that we played of his that we during the thankful episode, but he submitted like yeah, he submitted like seven or eight tracks for us to pick from. Awesome. But uh, this one here, I really, really enjoyed as well. Uh, he said that again, Chris from the VGM podcast fans, Facebook group. If you're not a member of that group, go join them. But uh, he said that mobile should get some love, too, when it's as good as this. 
Matt Creamer's music is so good, it made me actively explore underappreciated mobile game soundtracks. And there are some gems out there, many from him. He said he heard Venture Kid on a Pixel Tunes radio podcast, and the track was so awesome, he downloaded and played the crap out of the game before the episode even ended. His favorite track is probably Stage 9 Space Fortress, but he wants us to give the whole thing a listen to, and then listen to the entire catalog that Matt Kramer has composed. So from Venture Kid, this is Stage 9 Space Fortress. Stage 9 Space Fortress from Venture Kid, which released on mobile devices back in 2015, it looks like, but it is currently available on Steam. It is available. I did, I did look. The game is on Steam, released May of 2018, where you can play this game now on a non-mobile device, which is kind of cool. As, as Chris said, this was composed by a gentleman by the name of Matt Creamer, who I looked into after reading that story, and his catalog of music looks very, very impressive. So not only did he work on Venture Give, but it looks like he worked on, uh, and I don't know which, what of these are games and what are, what are, um, like his own like just albums. like compilation albums that he's done. Yeah, like Dice Mage 2, that might be a game. Cartoon Network Matchland, I'm assuming, is a game. Uh-huh. Um, Odd Realm is Dizzy Knight. Maybe games. I think they're all, all games. I know Retro City Rampage is the game. Yeah, but that's the. I thought that was an older game, unless they did a re. Oh, but that just says you, the you're, remake. You're thinking of you're thinking of, you're thinking of Re- City Ransom. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe these are all games then. Uh, Norin Rad seems the coolest one though. Eight bit death metal style, like that seems cool. But uh, yeah, just his his compilation of of tracks. I definitely want to explore this. Like I've actually looked up his website, saved like all of his material, like, you know, like the albums that he's done. So that way I can look into them further because I was thoroughly impressed with this track. You are absolutely right, Chris. This is a stellar track. Uh, Stage nine space, uh, stage nine space fortress from Venture Kid. Super cool. Uh, Frank even said that we got to pick from this guy more often now because this is uh, this was good stuff. The next podcast that I briefly want to mention that I do listen to and and give thanks to for being a somewhat inspiration to BG Mania. The biggest inspirations obviously were Super Mario Brothers, VG Empire and Sound of Play. But the next podcast that I still listen to on a regular basis is one known as Pixelated Audio, 
which is a they upload sporadically here and there. Like there was an episode on November 14th and October 1st, September 19th, August 30th, July 26th. So their their episodes are sporadic. They used to be like every week or every other week, but now they're more sporadic. Um, again, they, they haven't stuck to the whole, you know, one a week or one every other week style of stuff, but they're up to 104 episodes and they are a fun duo to listen to. And they play some great music and they play some lesser known music that I never would have discovered had I not listened to this show. So I, I really always enjoyed listening to this. Um, definitely give it a listen. If you're looking for another VGM podcast, uh, I always enjoyed it. So I uh, wanted to shout them out as well. But now it's your turn. Now it's your turn again. I think I'm going to step away from the world of VR for just a moment. Uh, and let's go to one of my favorite worlds in general, the land of Kanto. Yes, of course, we're talking about the Pokemon. From Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, and to a lesser extent, Let's Go Eevee, this is the champion battle theme. the champion battle theme from Pokemon Let's Go. Uh, composed by the legendary Shoto Kage- Kageyama, whose name I cannot pronounce because I'm special. Uh, <laughs> now, he started uh, with Pokemon fairly recently with uh, Soul Silver and Heart Gold. 
uh, but he's been one of the major Pokemon composers going forward. He did all the music, and just like anybody uh, associated with Nintendo, he has some credit in Smash Brothers, and he'll be in Smash Brothers Ultimate. Of course he will. <laughs> uh, so the champion battle, as you would expect, is when you are facing the champion in this game. Uh, I will not spoil who the champion is. I actually don't know yet, so... I'm not spoiling that, but uh, I feel that this music was way more epic than it had the right to be for who the champion actually is. Um, but it's, it's just so, it's so, so good. I did think it was cool. And again, no spoilers, but I did think the little cameo that they had in there was kind of neat that you did. You run into eventually. There's a couple of those. actually. Yeah. So there's, more, there's more to come. OK, cool. Cool. I've only seen one so far, so. But uh, yeah, really, really good. Uh, again, I mentioned this earlier. I stopped mid-battle and just let the song play out. <laughs> I don't blame you. This is a good track because, right here. Because this song in other forms does persist through other Pokemon games, but this they changed so much in this one that it's original. And I am absolutely in love with this track. Uh, and if you like this track, you know what you should do? Five stars. Uh, is go to iTunes and give us a review. Are you trying subliminal messaging? It's nothing too subliminal about me saying five stars, but as often as I can. No. <laughs> but yeah, dude, this is a good track. I really do like that. Um, and I can't wait to hear that in the game because in general, I mean, I, I'm also playing through Pokemon Let's Go, uh, playing the Eevee version to your Pikachu version so we can trade back and forth. But uh, I really do enjoy the music in this game. It is fantastic. And I don't know, man, I just... I like how... It just every town theme, because I'm, I'm familiar with the original Pokemon town themes from Red, Yellow, um, you know, playing them with you. Well, not with you, but like, you know, you've played Lavender Town, that kind of stuff. But hearing them yeah. in and let's go with like the remakes and all the, you know, the tracks being redone. It's super cool hearing that stuff again. So I'm really enjoying the music in Pokemon. It really does. I was ask if you listen to the Lavender theme. Uh, yeah. shit, I don't think you, I don't th have you made it there in game yet? Have not made it there yet in game, but I have listened to the, the track already through okay. the, uh, the soundtrack because I wanted to hear what it sounded like. So as soon as it came out and was available. Isn't, isn't it crazy? Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm very pleased with this. And if you, do, if you haven't gotten uh, Pokemon Let's Go yet, or don't plan on getting it, check out the soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack is really, really well done. It's really well done. So, there's one more podcast I want to give thanks to that really inspired BG Mania to become a show, and that is Rhythm and Pixels, hosted by Rob Nichols and Pernell Vaughn. Uh, Pernell, who you may remember, submitted a track to us last week during the, uh, the thankful episode. But uh, this and it was he actually submitted a grunge desk, that one that was like insane and yes. from pop and music 10. Yeah, that was his submission. But uh, these guys are fantastic to listen to. I always enjoy listening to to Rhythm and Pixels. And they were just another one of the podcasts. Uh, they started doing things back in, I want to say, 2015 and have been going strong ever since releasing new episodes on a on a regular basis. Uh, they release on Mondays. So every Monday they put up a new episode and they're just a fun show to listen to. So I, I highly recommend checking out Rhythm and Pixels if you don't already listen to Robin Purnell over there. Uh, two good guys and two fun guys to listen to. I, I greatly enjoy that. So those were the six podcasts that inspired me to really create my own and then bring Frank on and really make the show something special to us. It's our baby. Yeah, something special to us. Uh, coming after this song, I, I'll give kind of just a special shout out to some of the other video game music podcasts that I've started listening to 
after creating BG Mania. Um, but I want to go and listen to a track from an upcoming episode that we have next year. One theme concept we have planned for February is emotional music. We're going to be doing an episode completely on emotional music that evokes the emotions of sadness or tears, crying. We're going to... Brian had had to word it that way because I was going to say all kinds of emotions. Yeah, no, no. I had to word it that way because it is literally the the emotion of sadness that I want to aim for here. I want to talk about emotional music in that for that episode. But I have so many picks that I want to do. I can only do eight. We do eight a piece. So I have like 13. So over the next couple months for radio hours, I'm going to put one emotional track in every radio hour leading up to and then the radio hour after the episode because I like emotional music. From a game called Transistor, which if you haven't played it, you must play it. From Transistor. This is Paper Boats.
was Paper Boats from Transistor, which released on the PlayStation 4 May 20th, 2014. It would hit PC the day, the very next day, May 21st. Uh, it would eventually arrive on the Nintendo Switch earlier this month, November 1st, 2018. Still no Xbox version of this game available, but again, it is on PC. Uh, published and developed by Supergiant, the same studio that does Bastion and Pyre. Um, the soundtrack was composed by Darren Korb. No. Yeah. Uh, I, I narrowed it down to four people who could have uh, composed this. And that okay. was Morrissey, The Cure, Straight Razors, and Pints of Haagen-Dazs. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is so sad. Uh, <laughs> composed by Darren Korb. And it okay. was performed by Ashley Barrett. Beautifully, may I add. Yeah, who actually does vocal work and like singing and all that stuff in all of their games. So she, she is just a vocalist for super giant games. Uh, so she is in bastion. She is in transistor and she is in pyre. Um, and she is a singer. And, and obviously because, um, you know, she does like, I saw a careless whisper cover of, of something that she did. So her and Darren Korb, the composer of the soundtrack doing a, a cover of careless whisper by George Michael. So super, super cool. But this is such a sad game. And it doesn't seem like it's going to be right away. Like, it seems like an actual, just a basic action RPG, turn-based game. Great game. They gave it away for PlayStation Plus. Like, if you have PS Plus and you tag every game, you probably have this game. And it's worth playing through. I mean, yeah, because I tag, I tag it all. this was given away through PlayStation Plus uh, a long time ago, actually. Because the game came out, you know, four years ago. But, uh... Very, very, very good game with a heartbreaking ending. Like, I was not expecting the ending that we got. And it was beautiful, but still very, very, very sad. And this song just captures all of the emotion, all of the feelings that players had when when the game ended and like through the final scenes of the game. It's very well done. Uh, this is definitely one of, obviously, they, for only having three games, Supergiant Games have put out three fantastic games in Pyre, Transistor, and Bastion. Uh, I really can't wait to see what they do next because this is so good. But yeah, leading up to, leading up to that episode in February, uh, look forward to a couple more emotional tracks coming on Radio Hours. But then look forward especially to that emotional episode in February because the, the goal is to cry. Like that's I, I want Frank to cry, but I also want me to cry. Um, that episode is going to be sponsored by Puffs. Yeah, yeah. Because we need they're the brand of tissues. Because we, we need the, I was gonna say because we need the tissues. Yes. Um, real quick, real quick before you select another track, uh, just a quick shout out to some podcasts that I do currently listen to now from time to time. Select BGM, VGM Tracker, The Dyad Presents a VGM Podcast, The VGM Jukebox, Battle Bards, and VG Embassy. So these are newer podcasts that I have since discovered. Well, maybe not newer, but new podcasts to me that I've discovered since doing BG Mania and being in the uh, the VGM Podcast Fans Facebook group. Uh, several other VGM podcasts that I was not aware of, but because I wasn't aware of them at the time, they obviously they did not inspire me, but they inspired me to continue moving forward with BG Mania, but they didn't actually inspire the concept of the show. But yeah, when, when I see new VGM podcasts pop up like that, inspires me to keep going because I know the community is strong. The community is very welcoming. And I mean, it's, 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 it's fun. Like VGM podcasting and just video game music in general. It's fun. I love it. It is, man. I, I absolutely love it. I, what I really love hearing is 
video game music being played in the wild where you're, or, you know, where, where you're not expecting it. Okay. Uh, you know, so if you walk into a store and you, and you, and you hear something, it really just kicks it. So you know, I recommend playing the uh, our podcasts over the loudspeakers at work, you know, just, <laughs> you know, let the, let the whole world know that five stars is, is the way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Um, agreed. So let me, so let me bridge the gap here uh, from a game that wasn't in VR to a game that you can play in VR. Uh, easily becoming one of my favorite games of the year already because this is my jam. From Tetris Effect, from the Mermaid's Cove uh, levels, this is World of Colors. That was the world of colors from the Mermaid Cove levels of Tetris Effects. Um, that was composed. In fact, actually, the entire game was composed by Noboru Muto, who did all the music for Tetris Effect and for Res Infinite. Oh, Res Infinite has a great soundtrack, so that's cool. absolutely. Which is in VR, another game you must play on PSVR, dude. I have it on the demo disc. Uh, I think I needed to have the mo- the move control if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. 
but I have them now. Okay, so um, the vocals there were by, and I'm just gonna hopefully pronounce this right, uh, Mishi Peretti. Yeah, absolutely beautiful vocals there. She reminds me so so much of Sia or Lord. Yeah, when you said that, I could definitely hear the influences or like the at least the the tone of Sia. I could definitely hear that. When this song came on during Tetris Effect, I was getting a little misty eyed. Like it's very, it's very like emotional and powerful. Like it, 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 it's, I don't know, and here I am spinning blocks, you know, and, and trying try to make lines. <laughs> and like I'm feeling something. And like the, the, I play this in VR, so the whole world is like moving around me. And yeah, it's just like, it's like stunning visuals. Like I was getting a little misty, and it's weird because I don't have feelings. Oh, so you 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 maybe uh, could have saved a track like this for the emotional episode coming up in February. I actually have to save Blue or not, really? Because uh, there are there are songs that get to your boy. There are. Uh, although although I don't have feelings, I have no heart. Well, got to be in that somewhere in that giant cavity of a body. Brian, <laughs> audio podcast. <laughs> Ah, you are the devil. <laughs> yeah, but it's fun. <laughs> I have a question, though. Do you, when you're wearing the PSVR helmet, I didn't ask you this during uh, max level. Does it get sweaty? For you? Not not so much. Because it did for me. No. Um, the ice things do fog up every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But uh, and I, and I play for extended periods. I'll play for three or four hours. Yeah. Um, and I only have to really wipe it once. But I, I don't get too sweaty. Because I was only able to play for like 30 minutes at a time. My glass, but I, again, I wear glasses, so I don't have I don't have a prescription for contacts right now. So it's not like I could just pop those in and play. But, uh, you know, my glasses would always get fogged up. I'd get super sweaty. And I think that's why I wanted to ask and see like what it was like for you being a non-glasses wear with VR. So no issues. I do wear gla- reading glasses from time to time. Um, but it's a big giant screen or everything's right in front of me. So I haven't really uh, encountered that yet. But uh, yeah, nothing, nothing too bad. Okay. Cool. I, I, I did feel a little motion sickness playing um, until dawn rush of uh, rush of blood. Yeah. What moving on a roller coaster for some reason that made me feel sick. Yeah. Uh, motion sickness was the one big reason why we ended up getting rid of our VR for the time being, just because uh, it made me sick. Like, and and I got I got a good price for getting rid of it. Whereas Jessica obviously uh, would give her headaches a little bit, like you know, it would kind of make her dizzy from time to time, but it never really made her like sick. Like it made like I would play VR for a half hour and then have to take like a three hour nap because I felt like shit. Oh, so, not that bad. Yeah. So but I, did, but I did feel, but I did feel dizzy and had myself a juice and a little nap after. So, yeah, but I know they've made some improvements to PSVR specifically because I know the Oculus and Vive are a lot more powerful of, of VR units, but I know PlayStation has made some improvements to PSVR and, um, you know, they're just doing what they can. And obviously they're already working on PSVR too, as we talked about. Monday on the Maximal Podcast, and if you didn't hear that, go check it out. My next track comes from an RPG that I've been saying for a long, the longest time. I listened to this entire soundtrack uh, a couple months back, and I tagged a bunch of tracks because there's so many different themed songs in this particular soundtrack that I can literally fit this game into almost everything that we do for the time being. But this one here doesn't fit anywhere, but I love this track. From Lufia 2... Rise of the Sinistrals. This is Time of Judgment.
And that was Time of Judgment from Lufia 2 Rise of the Sinistrals, which released on the Super Nintendo February 24th, 1995. We wouldn't see it here in North America until May of 1996, over a year later. Um, composed by Yasunori Shiono. And didn't do much in the industry, but what he did do was really, really well done. He did the music for Granada in 1990, Final Zone in 1990, uh, Lufia and the Fortress of Doom, the first game in 1993, did the, obviously the composition for Lufia 2, and that's it. He also composed the uh, invasion theme for Goldberg. Yeah, yeah. It definitely, uh, it definitely sounded, if you're familiar with like middle to late 90s wrestling, uh, Goldberg, who had that undefeated streak in WCW and uh, even to this day came back, what, two years ago and uh, to WWE and had that program with Brock Lesnar. Uh, very similar to his theme with the the way the drum beat was and just the, the timing. It, it definitely, I would be curious to know whoever composed his theme for WCW was a gamer and if they played JRPGs and were familiar with Lufia too, because it definitely had the same type of movements to it. So, so Christian Poulet and Jeannie Rigo, if you listen to this podcast, let us know. Are those the composers of the Goldberg's theme? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Uh, I, also, I always say this. Also, also, if anyone WCW, please tell us why you ended that 173 uh, winning streak with some nonsense like that. But let's walk away from, from wrestling here for a moment. <laughs> um, I say this all the time. Lufia 2 is a great game. I love this game. and this, But it's really the standout for this is the soundtrack. Every track in this game is phenomenal. And like I said, I when I went through it listening to the entire thing, uh, I can literally pick a track and fit it to any... Well, there's certain tracks, like there's, you know, tracks that fit to so many different themes that I can literally make themes based around Lufia 2 and find other games to fit into those episodes. Uh, you're going to hear a lot of Lufia 2 in the future, but that's just because the soundtrack is so good. But I think it's time. It's time? It's time to transition to Jessica's pick. As you said, your favorite part of the show. Absolutely my favorite part of the show. Yeah. What do you got for us, Jessica? Let's kick it over to her to intro her track. And if for whatever reason she doesn't, then we'll just talk about it when we come back. Because last last month she didn't even talk about her track. So we just she was already asleep and didn't record her audio and I had to get the show done. So uh, I re-recorded something and talked about it. So uh, hopefully she'll let us know about her track. But uh, we'll be back after it plays. Hey guys, it's uh, me again, Jess. This is my song I decided to pick for my radio hour in the month of November. Um, this is from Lego City Undercover. It is the song that when you're falling back to Earth, um, this is the song that plays. And I remember I called Brian over because it's not your typical Lego game song. Um, and I, I actually really enjoyed it and I like the intensity of it. And during the acapella, it's actually saying Lego, like just super intensely though, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, I do hope you guys enjoy it.
And that was Falling to Earth Midway Vocals from Lego City Undercover, which released originally on the Wii U March 18th, 2013. That is where Jessica played it. She played the crap out of this game on the Wii U. It would eventually hit uh, PC, the Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One on April 4th, 2017. Composed by Paul Weir, who has his own company known as Earcom Audio Design. And they've composed the soundtracks for several games, uh, not many, but several. Uh, one of them being Lego City Undercover. Another, there's there's a, a ton that I'm not going to, not a ton, but a couple I'm not going to touch on. Uh, just because I can't, I don't know all these games. But Lego City Undercover, Joe Danger 2, and most recently, No Man's Sky. Really? So, yeah, same studio that does No Man's, uh, same team that did No Man's Sky is composing, or composed Lego City Undercover. Um, But yeah, no, this is an epic track. You could have given me a hundred guesses and I would not have come up with this. Yeah, this is a, this is a fantastic track. Uh, way better than when, you, when I, when I heard Lego, this is way better than anything I thought I was going to hear. Yeah. My, my, it, I, I take, I take my hat off that I'm not wearing actually. Uh, to Jessica. Well, and that's what a lot of people like about Lego city undercover is that it's actually better than most of the Lego games that are based off of, um, like licensed stuff, like, you know, the Marvel or, DC or Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings or whatever. Like, Lego City Undercover is one of the better Lego games to be ever made, and it's it's open world. It's very much done like, you know, like a Grand Theft Auto style of a game. And as you mentioned while we were listening to that track, the track just makes you want to go out and fight crime. Absolutely. Uh, kill my parents and I'll suit up as Batman. <laughs> um, on a side note, please don't kill my parents. I love them very much. <laughs> but you wouldn't have to be Batman. You'd have to be Fat Man. Brian, audio podcast. Okay, I'm sure I'm, sh- uh, I'm sure I would lose the weight to, to get into the rubber suit. Oh, man. Yeah. I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think they make triple XL rubber suits anyway. I don't think so. No, no. Uh, but yeah, great. <laughs> great piece of music, though. Uh, wasn't I was, wasn't <laughs> wasn't actually when she when she submitted that one, I wasn't anticipating it being so good and uh, didn't even pre listen to like even the opening before I just downloaded it when she sent it to me. And uh, yeah, that's super good, man. That is a good track right there. So uh, well done, Jessica, for another fantastic pick on this month's video hour. Good job. I enjoyed that. Oh, wow. I only have one pick left. Thank God. I think everything I've picked so far has been great. It is. And I'm it gonna, is. I'm just teasing you. And I'm going to keep that train on a rolling uh, from... One of the best games I've ever played. That's right. I went there. I went as far as say one of the best games I've ever played so you're gonna, far. You're, you're going to go for that already, huh? Okay. I am. Uh, I'm fully vested in this game. Okay. I'm glad and that you are. Tried, and I haven't felt that way in a long time about a game. Maybe since God of War. Um, from the game Moss, this is twofold.
And that track you just heard was Twofold from Moss. Uh, Moss was released on February 2018 on the PC uh, by Polyarch. Polyarch uh, has only done Moss so far, but they are working on something called Book 2, which we're assuming is Moss 2. Yeah. Because Moss, you said, is storybook style on Max Level this yes, past week, right? Ab- yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, composed by Jason Greaves, who has quite a bit of uh, credit to his name. He's done the musical scores for Dead Space, Alpha Protocol, mm-hmm. Tomb, Tomb Raider, yep. the, the Order 1886, a little game called Until Dawn. Until Dawn's soundtrack, though, not that epic. Just the one track, Oh Death. Just Oh Death, yeah. Which I, which I love. Yeah. Evolve and Far Cry Primal. Yeah, Far Cry Primal is okay. Um, like I said, Moss is a game you just you have to experience it. Uh, it's a. You know what? You know what he specializes in, Jason Graves. He specializes in atmospheric music. All the games you just mentioned, while there are like some epic it's, tracks, it's, you, know, you, you made a good point. It's to the kind of music that you hear while solving these kinds of puzzles. Yeah, yeah. He actually makes very good atmospheric music. And I actually put that together after you said that, because I know Moss has a lot of puzzle solving. And based off the track we heard, which was very beautiful, very slower, very melodic. But Dead Space, The Order, Far Cry Primal, you don't go into these expecting like amazing soundtracks. But what you expect is like these atmospheric things that you hear when you're out there like exploring the world and doing things. And while the cinematics in certain important key events do have epic tracks like Oh Death from Until Dawn, it's a great piece of music. But the rest of Until Dawn soundtrack, you're getting this intensity and you're walking around and you're, you know, you're not sure what's going to happen, but the music is reflecting that it's very atmospheric. He actually does that really well. So it's cool that they brought him on to do this because he is good at it. I, I'm, in, I'm in love with this man the music fits so well for every every bit of the game the music I've heard it's just been it's crafted just perfectly for the area like you there was no missteps cool at least so far uh, again I, I will gush about this game forever and ever and ever until I beat it if it was a horrible ending I'll cry uh, <laughs> but yeah I, I feel like I'm totally invested in this character and I want to see her succeed nice. and save us all I assume that um, you'll finish it soon. I can't. I can't imagine this game is too terribly long. It's not. It's, it's not. It's not too terribly long. Just that I only play in little clips and phrases because I, I only have so much time in the day. Yeah, I know VR games aren't designed to be like you know twenty, thirty hour experiences. So I can't imagine this game being any longer than like six or seven hours. I sure hope not because I'm at least six hours in. Yeah. Well, you might be close to the end then. Then, then again, I play it really, really slow. Like I explore every nook, every cranny. Yeah, I, I I will die to, to, to find. There's no punishment for dying in this game. I'm just restarting the, to back to the checkpoint. Uh, I I will die to find anything that's hidden. So like dropping down holes to see if there's like a thing I, that yeah. I have no problem with that. <laughs> uh, all right, I, I'm excited to play this game eventually when I do uh, when I do get a VR system again because I, I really do want to play Moss. It, it always looked appealing to me. I thought it was cool looking. Um, but that's gonna bring me to my last submission on today's episode of BG Mania. And we're going to go to Fire Emblem Awakening, a game that I've never played, but is one that Jessica has played the crap out of. Uh, and I, I mean, I've, I've heard her play it and seen some bits and pieces from the game because she used to play it all the time. Like before we had before I had a studio and I would always be playing out in the living room. Yeah, I'd be sitting there on the couch playing PS4 or whatever, the Wii U. 
And then she would be, you know, because we have a sectional, she'd be on the other section of the couch, and then I'd be able to see the screen of Fire Emblem Awakening, and she, she played this game a lot. Um, but there was one track in particular that always stuck out to me from this game, and it's Don't Speak Her Name. That's the name of the track, so that's what we're going to close out with. But the reason we're closing out with this, first of all, it's a very epic piece of music that ha- goes through so many different motions and just... I don't know, man. It's just really well done. It sounds like multiple tracks put together, but it is one track that just has several movements like a symphony would. So it's really well done. Um, But it's also seven and a half minutes and I'm going to play the entire track. So if you don't want to listen to the whole thing, and I encourage you to, because from start to finish, it's a fantastic piece of music. Uh, Very well done, composed by Ria Kondo, who we've talked about in the past because he has done games such as Okami, Bayonetta, Nino Kuni, uh, The Wonderful 101, Bayonetta 2, Mario Party 10, Star Fox Zero, and of course he's been on Fire Emblem since Awakening, doing Awakening Fates, and he is working on the upcoming Three Houses. Uh, there were several composers on Awakening. He's the one that just did this track. Uh, Hiroko Morishida was also another composer on Fire Emblem Awakening. But uh, yeah, Ria Kondo is, is doing this one, or did this particular track. And it's so... Like I said, it's a beautiful piece of music. I encourage you to stick around after we close out. Listen to the entire track because it's 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 very well done. And again, this was released on the Nintendo 3DS uh, April 19th, 2012 in Japan, February 4th, 2013 here in North America. But unfortunately, I think that's going to bring us to the close of the episode today. Unless you have anything else you want to discuss before we leave. I think we said it all. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your time. All right, well, that's going to do it for this week. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania, made possible by leveldowngames.com. Remember to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to BG Mania at leveldowngames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through iTunes. We'd also be grateful if you could drop on over to youtube.com forward slash leveldowngames and subscribe to our channel there if you haven't already. We can be found on twitch.tv forward slash leveldowngames for all the live streams and event coverage and on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook if you want to follow us across social media. Check that description box for the appropriate links. Next week, it's time for another edition of a deep dive into a composer, and we have selected Mr. Hip Hirokaza Tanaka, so Hip Tanaka from Nintendo fame who no longer works at Nintendo. He is now the CEO of Creatures. He stopped working at Nintendo in 1999 and last composed for them in uh, 1994. So all the music you're going to hear next week take place between 1980 and 1994. We're going to have a very retro episode next week, and there's not even that many games to choose from, but everything he's done is fantastic. You may hear a Metroid track or two. There will definitely be some Metroid involved. And I think we will have to obviously talk about uh, the, you know, his tune, Hip to, the Tanaka's tune, Tanaka's song. Of course. Yeah. So we'll definitely uh, have to put that together. Um, but that's going to be fun. So, yeah, next week we'll be doing a deep dive into Hirokaza Tanaka. Taking us out of this episode once again, we have Don't Speak Her Name from Fire Emblem Awakening, composed by Ria Kondo. Keep the music playing and keep it loud.